Sometimes, you know, you can feel the niggin. Niggin can penetrate like a tefillah, which it is. Okay, but if we're conveyed to Motaira, we have to learn Taira, right? Hey, Chavra, you know, just mamish a week ago, a week ago, we're singing the Bardichever, overlooking Harabais, on the rooftop of Nativ. <coughs> That's where we had the, the five minute of art, which is a little, a little bit longer. Now we're back here. I tell you, MS, MS, one of the few reasons like to come back to America is this, you know, this share that we have, which is something Hever knows so special to me to prepare for Shabbos together with Hever that that understands what it is to be Moshe Nafesh <coughs> to learn Torah very late at night, even here in Chutzlart, which is not so uh, so common. It's something very special, but it's a time to uproot this year, Tarot Yisrael, just time, you know, it's, uh, MS, uh, it's never, it was never harder for me to get on a plane and come back here in my entire life, it's always hard, but it's hard, but okay, I have family to come back to, I have my, my Tamidim to come back to, this time was like, <clears throat> what am I coming back here, that's where we're supposed to be, that's where we need to be, that's where old Klai Yisrael is supposed to be. So I, I was just telling some of the chaver before, like throughout this trip, I've never been more embarrassed that I live in Chutzlart. I've never been more embarrassed, like talking to people, talking to Yidin, talking to chaverim, talmidim, rabbanim, and like embarrassed, like, what, what? And we speak about it a lot, the chaver knows my chesh and that I really strongly believe the Ebishter wants me here. The Ebishter, I think, wants me here for you guys, so you guys gotta go, so I can't, I can't, that's it, it's like I can't be here anymore. We have to be there. That's where we're supposed to be. That's where that's where Kali's role is supposed to be. That's our homeland. And I'm telling you, Chavre, you go there now, you'll feel it. You'll feel it in ways. I I, I always feel Artis role in the in the most special of ways. The moment I, I put my feet down, I feel it more at home than I do in this house in this community. Even though it's beautiful here, it's beautiful, but it's not home. It's just not home. And I feel more at home there. Even if I'm here for for 340 days a year, whatever masses to in a year. That's home. This is just my house and my community that I happen to, you know, <clears throat> chill in for a little bit. Anyways, let's learn Tyra. But before, first of all, the Tyra tonight, all the Chizik, all the Cyrus, first of all, is being sponsored anonymously, for Yaakov Ben Sara. And, uh, you know, Yaakov Ben Sara, we've mentioned him many times over, and I hope everyone's diving for him. He's someone that's very close to me. He's like, mamish like family. And he's a tremendous tzaddik. Tzaddik is in ish chesed. should give bigger fools too. And we should hear besor tovos. And I want tonight also that all the Torah, all the chesed k'sayrus should be a schuser fushalema. Another special yid, and we should have him in our tefillahs. We take down the name and, and for Alter Ben Sion Wolf Ben Sipora, and we should have just big b'suras toivos and big refuos and big yeshuos bekarov. Soch charcha elisro. Alter Ben Sion Wolf Ben Sipora.
Mm-hmm. And I want to mention as well, you know, it might come come up in the shir, but there was a there was a tzaddik of a of a young man who was taken from us two shabbosos ago, who lived in this house for one summer. He was he was protecting Klal Yisrael, protecting Garrett Yisrael, a very special tzaddik, Binyamin Erli, and uh, was fighting in Gaza and uh, gave up his life, al Kiddush Hashem. So all the Torah, all the Chizikol Zorah should also be Lil Nishmas, Binyamin Meir, Ben Zav David, Tzchus Yogin Eleinu. We understood what type of tzaddik was. I'll tell you, I had the Tzchus to spend a lot of time with his mishpacha when I was just in Eretz Yisrael. I was there by the Shiva and then Went back to spend time with the Mishpacha as well. The whole family, Mamish, his, his mother, his father, I mean, people full of such a Muna, like just, just oozing with a Muna in ways you can't imagine after losing a son, after going through such a difficult tsara. But him himself, he was, it's amazing to, to hear about and learn about. I, I mean, I feel, and I, I said this to, to his parents. To Rob and Jen, when I when I went to pay the shivakol right away, and I said it again when I spent time with them this past mamish a few days ago on Monday, I was in their house for a long time, and um, and I feel I feel it's a schus that we're in this house right now, like my house. This is this house is kadosh that he lived in this house for a summer. It's like mamish that we have a tzaddik that lived in this house. It's a yichus that we're that we're learning <coughs> together in this house. I just say, yeah, there's so much I can say about him. But just that, you know, Jen, when she spoke at the Levaya, she's his mother said that she wanted to find afterwards, like, some memento, something of his that she could keep to, you know, to have with her as a, just a, a constant connection. And went into his room, and there's nothing she could find. Because he had no gashmias. Like, materialism was nothing to him. Did you hear that? Like, there was nothing she could find. She meant it. I, I spoke to her about it this past Monday. And mama, she meant, like, there was nothing she could find. And look at us here in the five towns with such a focus on materialism, such a focus on physical things, which are nothing. And this Sadiq in 21 years got more than most people get in five times that in, in this world and understood what it's about. And his whole life full of humility, serving Am Yisrael, serving Klal Yisrael, he would get off from the army and and where would he run? He'd run to he Mamish, you know Shmuley's a part of our shir, even though Shmuley's right now in Eretz also protecting Klaus so Shmuley, Shmuley Clark. Right? Anytime he's here, he's here. Shmuley the Khever knows Shmuley, obviously. Shmuley so Shmuley always tells us about his farm, right? And so Binyamin was on his farm with him. And anytime Binyamin would have some free time, where would he run? To the farm to take care of the land of Eretz even just recently, he planted a whole kerem, he planted a whole vineyard. Sadiq Yisraelim says, Mir Tzashem, all the Torah, the Chizik, sorry, should also be a big schos, Linishmas, Binyam Emeir, Ben Zev David, Shem Yom Kom Damav, should be the last carbon that we need, to always like it to be the Gula Shleima, with Pesur Toivas, and Refuos, and Yeshuos, and Gula, with Shias Akein, and Meir Bimeinu. So, I want to share tonight. Every whenever I'm zoichah in Eretz and I come back, I always the first Thursday night always has to be Torah that I learned in Eretz Yisrael. And obviously, some some chizuk and Torah, some some stories from Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Hashem as well. This Torah I had this chus to learn by the Kaisel this past Sunday night. Most of it. It's all based on a Torah I learned at the Kaisel this past Sunday night about about one o'clock in the morning. I finally had a few minutes to 
to just sit by the coast of myself and to daven and to learn. And, um, but the MS is some of this Torah I already shared. Now, usually I, I don't like, you know, not don't like, but we're going to always give new Torah if I, sh- I share this. And therefore, even more, it's, it's so special. I shared it with, with Benjamin's mother, with Jan Early, when we were talking. And based on our conversation, and based on trying to just bring her some chizik. So it was Monday afternoon, after I learned the Sunday night, some of this was given over. So some of this was said over already in, in Benjamin's house, in a Kaddish Dekamakum. So it's a schuss to share this Torah with each and every one of you. So we're preparing <laughs> one night from tonight. Chavar, one night from tonight. The Licht of Hanukkah. Imagine it's like it just with everything going on. It's on some level it was like you know you leave you leave Yantiv, you leave Sukkot, you leave and Hanukkah so far. And now it's, it's finally here, but like the world's been turned upside down, and our, our focus might not be there. But it's, we're gonna bring it's, it's a schus. We're gonna bring a lot of light into the world. We're gonna bring a lot of light into the world. Bez Hashem. One night, one week from tonight, Hashem. Well, maybe we'll, I don't know. If was, we have two Thursday nights of Hanukkah this year. Definitely one of them, and maybe both of them will have more like a Masiba Bez Hashem start a little bit earlier. Figure the Chavr is all coming back to light and not going to stay late than why you or anything, you know? We'll, so we'll have, uh, we'll figure it out. Probably the first one for sure, and we'll figure it out one by one. Make it more like a nice Masiba. We'll get some guitar and we'll figure it out, Bez Hashem. But Lamaisa. <coughs> the Gemara of Hanukkah are found in Shabbos, right? When talking about the, the, the light of Shabbos, it, it maneuvers and goes into the light of, the light of Hanukkah. So the Gemara asks, a very famous Gemara, and the from the is, my Chanukah. What is Chanukah? The Tanur Abonin. So Rabbis teach us, Bechof hei bekislev, yoyme de Chanukah tam inun. Starting with Chof hei kislev, again one week from tonight, there are eight days of Chanukah. Delol l'misbod behoon, velo d'lotanus behoon. You're not allowed to eulogize on them, you're not allowed to fast on them, not of inoy, not of suffering. So hopefully that's going to be a simon toiv. The Lola Mifsud behind, so hopefully there's gonna be no Levayas, Bez Hashem. It's gonna be a time of Gula, a time of Or, a time of Nechama. Because when Yavanim came into the Hechel, Timu Kohashmanim Shebehechel. They contaminated all the oil of the Hechel. Ukishagavra Malchus Beis Chashmanoi. When the Chashmanoyim were victorious. Right, they were strong. and they defeated them. They were victorious. But they checked and they couldn't find all they found. They finally found one jug of oil. that had on it the signet of the kohen gadol. But only had enough oil to last for one day. Everyone knows this from the time you're three years old. But we got to learn the gemara. You got to see it inside because there's a lot to learn from here. And it ended up lasting eight days. The next year, they were koiveya, and they made this into a yantiv to praise Hashem, to thank Hashem for the yantiv. So this is the Gemara of Chanukah. <coughs> so we've spoken about this before, and I'm sure I've ever seen this book, but I saw from the Hilgen and Sivashal on the Slam Rebbe, an incredible idea that I think we need to hear more than ever this year, and so much of what we're going through right now. And if you learn, we just learned the Gemara, and it's an incredible Gemara. It's an incredible Gemara because it seems to focus completely on a minute, insignificant detail of the whole story. The whole focus of Hanukkah, which also is actually how we practically live Hanukkah, the whole focus is on one little, is the Pach Shemin. 
right? It doesn't mean it doesn't emphasize the fact that the Yavanim persecuted us, the Yavanim were trying to Hellenize us, the Yavanim, and that we the then and then we the few Giborim biachelashim, Rabbim biyamatim, like we say in Alanisim. None of that is here. That's the Iker, salvation, Yeshua, Nais, Subhanahu, right? <coughs> and then there was a really, and I say it truthfully, insignificant. What if, what if there was no jog of oil found? We wouldn't celebrate Hanukkah? Hanukkah, that, that's what it was all about, one little. And if, what if the oil only lasted one day? And so, Lamaisa, we all know Tomohotrobitzibra, they could have used Tomei oil. And if they didn't light them in order for a few days, Lamaisa, they beat the Yavanim, they had to base the Megdish again. That's Yeshua. The menorah, one aspect, one small avodah in the base of Mikdash is the whole focal point, and that's the mitzvah yom as well. What's going on? That that's the whole focus. It's as if that's all that happened. The only thing they talk about, they come, the Yavanim came, and they were metame all the oil. Not that they persecuted us, not that they defiled the whole base of Mikdash. And then we beat them, like as a side point, like it has to say that so that we get to the next point, that we found one pach, like really, that's, that's everything? That's what it's all about. Like, would, would we really have a whole yantiv because oil lasted for eight days? We have, we have so many stories throughout Tanakh of spectacular miracles that we don't have Yom Tovim for. Like, why? What's going on? Obviously, the yantiv is the Yeshua that all Kleistro saved from the Yavanim, but that's not the focus of the Gemara. Since Siva Shalom brings down from the Yisoyed show Yourself, Oidla, he starts out by talking about Purim. The Hanukkah and Purim are, are, we know, deeply interconnected, obviously. The two Yom Tovim Drabon. So he says by Purim, the Yisraeli Shor Zavodah says, Mordechai, with the five letters, is Gematria 279, <coughs> is Gematria Ha'edar, Ha'ayin Dalit Reish, which means, what? To be, to be hidden, to be concealed. <coughs> and he explains because the time of Purim, and we know Esther also means to be hidden, Right? The gematria, so the gematria of Mordechai is to be hidden. Esther is Milosh and Hester. Because the whole idea was that during such a time when there was a gzera, Lashmid Larog Labay, there was a decree to destroy us. And it was already, the manager says, Nechtam Betit, it was sealed in cement to be destroyed. There was tremendous Hester Panim. God was hidden, it was a terrible decree. However, by the end of the story, what happens? There's a tremendous Yeshua. And Haman is killed, and, and it ends up leading to what? The building of the second base, Hamegdash, Bez Hashem, right? And the way that, therefore, when the Sif Shalom explains, he says, and we've seen this mushal before, I'm sure, many of the Chevra, that when you plant a tree, you take a little seed, you take a little seed and you put it in the ground. You know what happens if you learn about the entire, you know, process of that seed becoming a tree, and eventually blossoming into fruits, that seed breaks down. That seed rots away. It's nerkav. Now, not completely. Because if it was completely rotten, it would completely die, it wouldn't have any chiyas, any life. There's still what we saw, a a drop of life. It rots down and still has but that drop of life. And that drop of life then blossoms into an incredible tree. And that's exactly what happened here. That Klai was behead there, behest there. There was a gzeira that was very dark and terrible. But there was enough light left. There was a Mordechai Tzadik. There was an Esther HaMalka. There were Tfilos. There was enough left that then blossomed in and had a tremendous smicha, a tremendous flourish, flourishing into an incredible gula, incredible Yeshua. 
Nesiva Shalom says, so too by Chanukah Baruchnias. The Yavanim was a very, the Chazal tells us, Yavan Zachoyshech. It was a very dark time. It was a very dark time where there was persecution on the highest of levels. The Gzairus of Boyal Lahag Montrila. We were being persecuted that we couldn't keep Torah, we couldn't keep mitzvahs. We look at the anti-Semitism of the world today, it was on the highest of levels then. Other, there was still this kusta d'chiyusa, there was still enough life left, there were the chashmanayim, there were those, and that, those chashmanayim able to defeat the Yavanim, and that blossomed again into a Chanukah Sabayas, and again into another 200 years of Beis HaMikdash, a tremendous ku'ula that we celebrate until today. And the Hilgah Nesiv Shalom says, that's the emphasis of the, that Lomatzel pach echot shemen, shemen, the shaman, the oil, the menorah, represents Torah, represents Ruchnias, Kiner Mitzvah Torah are. And even though it seemed like all was so bleak, it seemed like all was so dark, there was still Pach Echot Shoshaman. It's never going to be completely gone. There's always some left. Enough to last one day, but that blossoms into eight days. And that's the Yisod. The Yisod is to understand as a Claudius role, it doesn't matter how dark it looks, and it doesn't matter. How much destruction there is. There's always going to be a chiyas. There's always going to be a pach echad of shaman. There's always going to be a kusta de chiyusa. There's always going to be that light that can blossom into a big light. And in fact, lefi the amount of chayshech is how much stronger the geula and how much stronger the light is. That contrast is so strong. In the deepest of ways. And Claudius wants to understand that and know that. We're always going to prevail. And the darkness is only there to give birth to light. Listen, this week's parsha as well. You have the whole Maisa with, with Yaakov. You have to talk a little parsha, even though we're preparing for Hanukkah tonight. But, he fought with the, he fought with the Sarsha Esav. You know what night that happened on? People don't know this. People don't know. That happened on Tishavav. Some Sefer brings it down, the other brings it down. It happened on Tishavav. People say, what was the first occurrence of Tishavav? Chorban Beis Amigdash, we know what happened on Tishavav. What was the first? Most people will say, Chet Maraglim. No, no, something happened before that. The fight of Yaakov and the Sarshal Esav. The fight of Yaakov and the Sarshal Esav. <coughs> Which represents our oivim, our enemies throughout history. And represents a time when they damaged us. The Sar of damaged Yaakov Avinu. He was hit by Kafiarch Yaakov. He was damaged in his thigh. He was hit. But who prevailed Yaakov? Who defeated Yaakov? But then Yisrael is always going to defeat our enemies. There are times when we'll be damaged, but it will lead to more. And what did it lead to? A bracha of he became Yisrael. And we're B'nai Yisrael. So there are times when we're damaged, but that, that darkness leads to tremendous light. And we have to believe in that. And we have to believe in that right now. I was sitting this past Monday, I was sitting this past Monday with Jen Erli, with Binyamin Atzadik Erli's mother, and she told me, she looks at me and she says, I was just learning with my Chavrusa, is what she's about, about, and she said over a whole Torah, how the darker the darkness is, the darker the gullus is, the more bright the ghoul is going to be. And that's when I shared this Torah that we just learned together, you and I, from the Halakim and Sivashom, that I learned at the Kaisal the past Sunday night, 
And he said, such emes. And therefore, just like Hanukkah, just like Purim, were such dark times, but there was that kusta duchiyusa left that we all have. It led to tremendous smicha, tremendous flourishing of geula. So too is going to be again. And yes, in our door, we've never had darker times. We've have never had more difficult times. That a 21-year-old could go and go out to fight for us and <coughs> never to be seen by his family again. That I went straight from that shiva house and I went to Tel HaShomer Hospital and I was by the rehabilitation center with soldiers, tzaddikim like I've never met in my life, gedolim like I've never met in my life, who are laying there, missing legs, missing arms, missing their eyesight, that have given it all for us, 21-year-old, 22-year-old, 20 years old. As well as in their 40s with children. That I was with a, I was a, a tzaddik who was... I don't, I don't know which village it was, I don't recall. He told me, I don't recall as well. But he was in down south on, on Simchas Torah. And his family was there. And he, he made all his family, of course, go into the Muhammad, into the room, into the protected room. And ten terrorists came to his house. And he's a commander in the army. And he took his gun. And he killed six of them. And he physically fought off the other four. And eventually they ran away. But as they're running away, they threw a grenade at him. And the grenade exploded. And now he's been in Tel Hashomer rehabilitating and he doesn't have his eyesight. And his whole body's ravaged and his head was wrapped. But he has so much amuna, so much bitachon, so much life to him. Like I've, I've never met people like this in my life. That I could sit with Shalom and Shalom's laying in, his, <coughs> in, a, in this black reclining chair with one amputated leg and smiling and dancing with me. And talking to me how incredible the Rabboni Shalom is. That I was with Noam, and Noam couldn't even come outside, Noam was inside. And Noam's also amputated leg and laying in the bed. And I'm telling him how, how, that I came all the way from Martha's Abris just to tell him thank you. And how much I appreciate that, he's, that he protected Yisrael and that he's in, so incredible. And he looks at me, he's like, no, 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 you're the one doing that Vodah Kodesh. This is what Noam tells me. I said, me? I'm doing the vote of the Kodesh. I'm nobody. He says, no, no, no. That you came all the way here. What, I said, what vote of the Kodesh am I doing? He says, you came all the way here from Kutzlars to be with me. This is the biggest vote of the Kodesh. That's what he says. He's laying there with, that he gave up a leg for you and I. And Arya Cohen or nothing is he's saying in the vote of the Kodesh. These are the type of people. You understand what type of people these are? I was never more inspired in my life. That's the type of person Binyamin Haralizekh was as well. Just giving of himself. He was the one when his unit got to this house and they, they first they bombed out the house and they saw that no one was in there and he was going to check. He's the first one in, in front of everybody else to protect the rest of his soldiers. Kaddish Tiki Yidin, Yonison, Yonison, I met this Yonatan, actually, Yonison, you know, Israelis, who am I to say Yonison? Yonatan, he's my friend. All these guys, I spoke to a lot of these guys today. They're my friends, I hope forever, because they're such sadiqa, I have this chus that I could call them a friend and these are the gedolim. I said to every every single soldier in Tel Hashomer, I said to everyone, I want you to know that I said, I said usually when I come to Eretz Yisrael, of the highlights of my trip, to, I come to Eretz Yisrael to meet with Sadiq and meet with gedolim, to get brachos, to get eitzah. It's rarely a trip I don't meet with the Shvila Pinchas, Rabbi Moiri, and he used to go to Reb Chaim Kniyevsky, used to go to my Rebbe, Reb Nassim Finkel was the highlight of every trip. Everyone knows that here. To go to Rabbi Yaakov Shachter, Shlita. To go spend time with Sadiqim. Spend time with Rabbi Nevin's Shlita. With Rabbi Melech Bidr, by the Kaisal. 
I said, this trip, I also, my highlight is G'daylam. But you're the G'daylam. Just to spend time with these G'daylam. That was the highlight of the trip. These G'daylam. These G'daylam. How are they, where does that come from? We'll, we'll understand in a minute. How are they able to have such a muna, such bitachon? My, uh, my muna bitachon is through the roof right now. Not, I'm nobody, nothing. Only because of spending time with such tzaddikim. How could it, it's, it's mamish, it, it, it rubs off on you. It rubs off on you in incredible ways. I, I, I don't know if you can, but if you, sh- you should get on a plane, and now it's too late for Shabbos. But Sunday, just go for a few days. It's kedai to go just to go to Tel Hashomer and to spend time with these tzaddikim. I guarantee your life will be changed forever. More than like anything else you could do. The, the three hours I was there was of the three most kaddishdig hours of my life. And I've been in this world for 44 years and experienced a lot. Like not even a question. Because these, these chayalim are the biggest adikim. Like it's unbelievable. The hour and a half I spent with the early mother and father and, and family. These are life-altering. Life-altering times. Sadikim, People that have been through more darkness than we could ever imagine, but have more light than we've ever had in our lives. And it's going to be, if there's so much darkness, there's going to be so much light, and that's what happened Hanukkah, that's what happened Purim, that's what we have to know. Listen, you saw, I don't know how many of you have been watching, but the videos, but I, I was watching one today, and I was just bawling of a daughter reunited with her mother, a hostage that was, was freed, and I'm not going to get into politics and what we think about all this. The bottom line is, Yidin are coming back to their parents, to some not to their parents, sadly, some to grandparents, some to other, but the, to see that, you know, to see that moment, that moment when, when, when a daughter comes back and is hugging a mother that hasn't seen her in, in 50 whatever days that it was at this point, and you don't know if you're going to ever see them again, it's the big, right? That moment is like the biggest simcha you could ever imagine. Is there a bigger simcha you could think about? Emes, could you think about a bigger simcha? You can't not watch that moment and cry, right? There's no greater joy, there's no greater simcha than seeing that. It's something incredible. Incredible, right? Why? <clears throat> because there was so much darkness, so much churban, so much pachad. So the moment of smicha, the moment of gula is that much greater. So we're going through, every one of us, for the past two months, more darkness, more sadness, more yish, more than we've ever had in our life. You know what's going to be the Geula Chevra. That's what Hanukkah and Purim taught us, and, that's, and we have to believe it. We have to know it. It's going to be so big. And we have to believe, just like we learn, and Zivisholm is telling us by Hanukkah and Purim, it's never fully gone, it's never fully destroyed. Even when there's darkness, there's a little light left, and that's going to blossom. Just like the seed. And that's what was Hanukkah, and that's what was Purim. That's what is now as well. And we see it, it's so clear. When you see these soldiers, and you see these families of lost loved ones, and you see Klai Yisrael, you see it, you know it's true. You know it, you got, you got to go there to Yisrael. I'm not joking, well, I got back Tuesday morning, right? And I was mamish destroyed that I'm back in Chutzlart. I was, I was disgusted that I'm back in Chutzlart. And even though I love my Talmidim and love going to give shir, it, it was the first time in my life, like, I didn't want to even be there. Like, I can't explain it. And again, I'm always sad when I leave Eretz Yisrael, but not like this. It was like, I don't want to be here. I feel, I feel wrong being here, and I still do. And I went on, I, I, I started shir, I couldn't even give shir. And you know what I did? I took down my phone, I went on LL.com, and I wanted to see if there was still availability for a flight to come back to Eretz Yisrael today, so I could go back for, for Shabbos. And there was, there was a flight 3.30 today. Gets in at 8.30 in the morning. And I said, you know what? I'll go for Friday, Shabbos, Sunday. 
And I almost booked a ticket. And then I said to myself, wait, I have to just make sure it's okay with my wife and my kids. And then I got home that night and they voted against it because they said, you're never home. You never wait last Shabbos. I got to be with my kids a little bit, you know. But I almost booked. I said, I got to be back. What am I doing here? I'm telling you, Hever, go. If you could go, just go for two days. Go for three. Go, go just to go for one day. And then stay forever because we're not supposed to be here. I'm telling you, we're not supposed to be here. You'll feel, we always feel it there. I'm telling you, you'll feel it differently. Like you've never felt it before, then you'll know it. And you'll know also, when you're there, you'll know that it's also going to be good. And this light that we're talking about, you'll know, because you, when you meet these people that feel this amuna, and you're in the, you, you know it's going to be good also. Like today, this horrible, unbelievable terrorist attack that we can't even speak about, right? I was just in that spot, literally feet from it, Sunday night. Literally a few feet, a couple hundred feet away I was on Sunday night, right? And that four of our brothers and sisters were killed by Rishon, and others are, are injured. I mean, we all know exactly where that is. We've all been in that place hundreds of times, at least passed by. If you left Yushalayim, you've passed by that, you've passed by that spot. You've come to Yushalayim, right? It's not, every one of us has been there hundreds of times, right? Hundreds, maybe thousands. And one, one Talmud like reached out to me and I understand, I feel he's a beautiful Talmud, incredible, incredible young man. And he, and he was, his mamish was like crying and, and why, 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 Rebbe? And I'll tell you, as, as sad as I was today and so, so disturbed and, and broken for the families and for that you didn't going through this, I want to tell you, my perspective was different today in a sense. And I'll tell you why, I know why it is, because I was just there and I know as terrible this is, and I'm so sad and it's terrible, I know it's going to be good. I, I know it. I know it's, there's going to be a big gula. Like, not that I, of course I want it. I want it to be very, very soon, but I know it. And that's what Hanukkah was, and that's what Purim was, and that's what now is going to be. And we have to believe that, we have to believe, first of all, we have to believe that it's, it's not total darkness. It's never total darkness. Hashem is by our side. And we don't understand why this is happening. We don't understand why, but we know it, it's going to lead to Gula. That's Klal Yisrael. It's not a question. It's a question of when. It's just a question of when. Truth is, this is a Yisod that we have to know within ourselves as well. This Yisod to understand that even in total darkness, there's an there's R that's there that, that's going to blossom. We have to know it's within ourselves as well. The beautiful words of, the, of Nachman, we've read them before and one of, one of his most famous pieces in Lukutim Aran. If you haven't learned through this piece, you should learn through the whole piece inside, in Reish Pei Beis, where he's, he's, he's focusing on the words of Od Ma'at Ve'ein Rasha, the words in Tillim. Ve'od Ma'at Ve'ein Rasha. And there's always more, there's always a little bit Ve'ein Rasha. Right? There's always something there. That even in the biggest Rasham, deep down there's Ar, there's a Pintaliyah, there's a Kedusha. First, he starts talking about the more famous piece, maybe because Yosef Karduner turned it into a song, is how we have to look at others. And when you see, Kitzaruch Ladun is called Amakaskos. When you look at someone and he looks like a big Russia, find the good in him. And through that good, through that good, it's going to blossom into a tzaddik, because he's going to start, you see him for the good, he's going to start seeing himself for the good. That's how you lift people up. Look for the good in others. 
Look for, just like this light of Geula that's always there, you have to look for that in others. And know that it's there. There's a neshama. There's a neshama. And lift them up. And let them start to see themselves like that. And through that, even from the darkest, there could be the lightest of people. But then he says, the second part is a lot of people don't get to. The same you have to look within yourself. You have to always be besimcha and be far away from sadness. You look at yourself and you say, it's no good. I'm not dabbing with kavan. I'm not learning the way I should do. My shmir sinayim is not where it should be. I'm not true. Whatever it might be. So you want to lapila yidezeh ba'atzvus. Aser, it's aser, lipol vizeh. Sarach l'v'chapes v'mzeh ba'atzma yizmatov. Find the pintle yid within yourself. Find the kedusha within yourself. There's always an R. And through that, you're going to blossom. It's within yourself as well. And you see it happening, the yid in Israel today. You see that through this time of darkness, it's sprouting, it's blossoming into light. Let me tell you, tell you the best job is Kaidish. Best job is Kaidish. Best job is Yushalayim or Kaidish. What am I doing here? What are we doing here? Past last Shabbos is by the Kaisel, davening. Chavir knows where I daven in the front right corner. The Chazan, the Chazan, Rav Nachum. Rav Nachum was telling me before the Minyan, he was in Miluyim. He wasn't there for a few weeks. He wasn't leading the Minyan. He was serving. Rav Nachum must be like 50 years old. He's old, I don't know exactly. And he's going serving for Kal Yisrael. And he leads the Minyan. And the most beautiful Minyan that the Kaisel asked for, where, where am I going to daven tomorrow night? What are we doing here? Let me tell you what I saw. I saw, I saw something on Shabbos that, that changed my life. I can't stop thinking about this. Shabbos, I was by, so Friday, well, Shabbos, of course, by the Kaisel, but the rest of Shabbos, I was by my son in Ramad Ashkol. It's a beautiful Shabbos, such a nachas. You guys have time, one step at a time, but one day, when you're later <clears> in life and you have children, you can go to your own children for Shabbos. I can't explain to you what nachas is, how special it is, you know? And uh, Shabbos afternoon, I took a little walk with my wife. He lives right across, I don't know if Chavir knows Ramad Ashkol, he's at the top of Ramad Golan. He's right across from a little park, if you know where like B'nai Yeshivas and Zucker is over there, so there's like a little park. So we took a little walk around this park. We're walking around the park. And I see two, it was, it was, we did it, it was before lunch, so most people were not out. It was like, just a little walk as my, 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 my daughter-in-law was getting lunch ready, whatever, soothed ready. Short short walk we took. <coughs> and there are two women in the park. This is Ramadashkol. Ramadashkol is pretty from neighborhood, right? One woman, the old was probably around my age. She looked mid forties, in jeans and sneakers. It was on Shabbos. Shabbos in jeans and sneakers, and the other one looked like I think it was her daughter. It was in like black pants and in the sweatshirt, and they're zogging till and with so much kavana, like I've never dived in my life. Screaming the tillim out loud. Mamish just by each, they weren't next to each other, like they were sitting aside, screaming tillim the Ravanishalam in jeans and sneakers on Shabbos. It's not normal. It's not normal. But it's normal. It's, it's that Kedusha, that aura that's coming out. That's coming out. Vaod Ma'avi in Russia. It's unbelievable. It's Mamish unbelievable. And this is also what's blossoming the incredible moon and bitachon of those soldiers that I met. These tzaddikim, Shalom and Yonatan and Shimon and Ariel 
And Tal, Tal, you don't know about Tal? Tal had a bullet in his head through his helmet. He's besimcha, and he's, he's a muna, and talking about the nisim that Hashem did for him. These are the people that I met. Tzadikim, Tzadikim, Mamish, holding up the world, these, these Tzadikim. Yonatan, Yonatan, Yonatan was in, in the tank, and his tank was bombed, and he lost his leg already, and he somehow maneuvered his body to roll 15, he fell 15 feet out of the tank, into a, 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 a fire, and other soldiers miraculously like, saved him. I've never found a happier person in my life. If you saw, if the Chavar saw on, on my like status, I sent out like a video tonsing with him, and Aaron Yudin was playing the guitar. I've never seen him. He's the most magnetic, most incredible person, full of simcha, full of a moon. Full of, we're just talking, just talking about the Rabboni Shalom. I made him give me a bracha. I'll show you a picture of him. I made him give me a bracha. Yonatan. He's my friend. I was speaking to him earlier today. What a special yid. But we have it. You know why? Because we all have, just like on a global level, the Shalom saying that even in the darkest of times, there's light that's going to lead into tremendous tzmicha and tremendous gu'ula. Like we saw Chanukah, like we saw Purim, and we're going to see now. So too, every yid has that within him. And every yid has the ability to be boisar nefesh for Klal Yisrael, to give for Klal Yisrael, besimcha, with such a munah. And that's what the Tanya tells us in Parak Yilches. It's Kedai. It's late. I'm not going to... I should really read the entire Parak Yilches. But on your own time, you should... Parak Yilches, obviously, is a big Parak Chai, right? So what's he say? He's talking on the words, Kikaro Velacha Adavar Ma'od. The being... And maybe that's tired with that's Tshuva. It's Kir Vesalokim. It's Kar Velacha Adavar Ma'od. What's the mode? So what's the mode? Kiaf Mi Shedaito Ktsara B'Yediyas Hashem. Someone who's ksara, someone who's short, someone who's connection to Hashem, he's, he hasn't really learned a lot of Torah, he's not someone who's davening a lot, whatever it might be. Even that person is so close to keeping all of Torah and being connected to, to, to Hashem. Why? We all inherit it. It's part of our biological makeup. We have it within ourselves. We have a neshama. And as he says, evil, I feel the kal shebekalim upaisha Yisrael, nimshach b'zivugim nefesh the nefesh the malchus tasiya. That basically every single yid, even the lowest of yidin that seem the lowest, lower layer, they seem in our eyes, they have within them this this halaganishama that's so holy. The whole is holy. Elchein kol Yisrael. I'm just skipping around a little bit. Kol Yisrael. Even amayaretz. Hey, maminim b'ashem shamuni hilamalim in adas asaga. They don't have das necessarily. Not everyone has das that comes from learning Torah and uh, understanding. But they, oh, everybody has a muna, which is above it, because we have a neshama within us, and that's what he says. Let's just read two more lines. L'chein, listen to the, the words of the Halig about Tanya. L'chein, I feel a kal shabakalim. Even people that in our eyes look like the, the on the lower of levels, upaisha yisrael, and, and and those that might sin. Are willing to give up their life and willing to bear the most suffering. Not to be kaifer, not to deny the existence of Hashem. That we know the most pasha yidim will give up their lives for Hashem. So too, none of these, these weren't pasha Yisrael that I met. These weren't kalim shabakalim. These were special, special people. 
but we understand that it's within our biological <coughs> makeup, through our amuna, through our connection to Hashem, to give up our legs for Klai to give up our arms for Klai to give up our eyes for Klai Besimcha. It's incredible. We all have it within us. I think the Jews of Eretz Yisrael, it's just a lot more on the surface. It's just, it's just there. Then, listen, we know. Let's be every single one of us. We step in Eretz Yisrael and you feel connected to Hashem more. You feel Him in your life more. So you're able then to live a different type of life. And I saw it. That's why I don't know what I'm doing here. It's G'daylem there. Are you, the most, what we call Pashidiyin, not Pashid, but they're G'daylem. G'daylem should be G'daylem. We have to believe in all this. You know what? Amuna, not just Amuna Hashem. Amuna in ourselves. Amuna in the Nitzchis of Klai Yisrael. Amuna in the, in the holiness that we have within us. Amuna that even when it seems like it's going to get so dark, the light is just around the corner. That's why we follow the moon, right? The moon goes and wanes and wanes and wanes into dark. Then right away, you think it's dark, it's starting to become light. Kiddush, Kiddush Levano. You want to hear what's going on here? I'll tell you just a side story. Kiddush Levano. Matzah Shabbos Kodesh. So I, I'm, 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 even though generally I like to say Kiddush Levano right away, there's a reason I'm mitzvahs, and also you never know it's going to get cloudy, you want to, Kiddush Levano you want to do, cause, but I knew I was going to be in Eretz with a few days left to Kiddush Levano. So I said to myself, I'm going to do Kiddush Levano in America when I have this chus to do in Eretz the, the Ramban brings down the day, right, that maybe there's no mitzvahs out of Eretz Yisrael. So of course, if I have the opportunity, so I waited. And I, I remember, I said to someone, remind me so I could do it the first night. I forgot, of course, Thursday night. And then for Shabbos, you're not really supposed to do it. Not, not it. Maybe it's the last night, whatever it was. Matzai Shabbos, so finally I was able to do Kiddush Levana. I think it might have been the last night or maybe Sunday night was the last night, I don't remember. But either way, Matzai Shabbos, I did Kiddush Levana in Eretz Yisrael and Yishalayim Erekaitish. So most people did it already. It was late already. But it was, it was myself, my son, and two other Yidin. And one of the Yidin was the one that announced, anyone in the Kiddush Levana, you know, in Hebrew, whatever it was, and we go outside, and I bring out my sitter, and somebody goes, and I see this Yid next to me, the one who announced Kiddush Levana. He doesn't have a sitter or anything. And he stands next to me, he's younger than me, and says, well, Kiddush Levana, Bapa. Now, Kiddush Levana is not ashray, and not uh, benching, you know. Kiddush Levana, we say one time a month. And it's long. It's like four pages long. Okay, some of the Tehillim within it, we know by heart, but so all of Kiddush Vana, that's what it is, a Yid in Eretz Yisrael. It wasn't some big Rosh Hashiva. Kiddush Vana Bapeh. It's unbelievable there. Unbelievable there. So, Hever, we're getting ready. We're getting ready for just tremendous, tremendous light. We're getting ready to tremendous, tremendous aura. Aura that's going to brighten the world. Because if it's this dark right now, it's got to be leading to that. But we got to believe it's it's already here. Meaning there's light here. And we're seeing it. We're seeing it in Yidin that are so full of Amuna. They're so full of Bitacho. And they're standing up, standing up tall in the darkest of times. And Mer Tashem, we're going to see it. We're going to see it. And hopefully in the Schos of Chanukah. Chanukah was a Chanukah Zabayas. So hopefully it's going to be Chanukah Zabayas Shlishi as well. <coughs> and that's the whole emphasis of the Pach Echad. That's why the whole Gemara says and emphasizes the little jug that was found, the little oil that was lit. It's to remind us there's always that chiyas that's here. There's always that aura that's here. And that's going to go and blossom into 
Eid is Lamalam and Atava into the biggest gula. Abishad brought me a special matan in the schus of this at the Kaisal Lel. This past Sunday night, I was sitting and learning his Torah. This matana came from Yishalayim Er Kodesh. I was all the way inside in the corner, closest to Kodesh Kedoshim. Kodesh Baruch Hu matana. If you take the gematria of Pach Echad Shel Shemen, because that's what represents this whole entire Torah. Pach Echad Shel Shemen's gematria 833, exactly with the Kailal Ha'or, the light of Mashiach Zedkeinu. Ha'or Mashiach Zedkeinu, because Chanukah is all or, it's a light. Ha'or Mashiach Zedkeinu is Pach Echad Shel Shemen. That all that are suffering. Nevis is most of them are not suffering. They've been through times of suffering, but they're so full of a moon. It's amazing. It's crazy to see. But of course, there are moments that they suffer. Moments that that, that there, there's atzvos. Listen, I think it's very normal and part of life. Of course, you're going to miss your loved ones. And it's horrible. But there's going to be bez Hashem bekarov mishias akena with gula shleim with tchias amesim. And it should happen, Bimhera, Bimhera, Mamish, Bimhera, Bimhera.